You're listening to the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Hey, James, did you hear that? <laughs> hey, James, did you hear that there's a young adult version of the Knights Knight, uh, of Ren, uh, the Rise of Skywalker novelization coming out? I heard that there was a young adult novel, yes. But that's all I know. Uh, yeah, so I didn't know about this till recently. And the only reason I know is there's a whole bunch of like added things that apparently are only happening in the novelization in the young adult novelization yeah, i don't know yeah. i'm pretty sure just for this. they're making a big deal of there's something about uh, something explaining why darth sidious can do what he can do uh, i couldn't find it that but it's in there but here's something i did find there's a bunch of things it's saying it it says in there's this extra i'll read it for you uh this is talking about stormtroopers or the first order stormtroopers and, and it's what was worrisome was if someone who lacked raised principles wielded such powers was that what had happened with the First Order? Had Finn's own mind and the minds of all children taken to be soldiers been somehow warped and influenced by dark power? So it's kind of saying that they were able to brainwash these people with the dark side of the Force. James, what do you think? God, I love... This is my. This is what I want to talk about with uh, the... <laughs> I forgot to turn my light on, by the way. This is what I... The sequel trilogy... That is confusing to me is they have these cool ideas, but they were never brought to light. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of light, I need to turn that on. But they weren't brought to light. Like, it's like, that's so cool. Why? And why is that only in the young adult version? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know how to feel about this. It, I think I brought up recently on. On a live stream, it's like it's kind of interesting that the most we know about the first order is from the show Resistance, yeah. which is a kid show, technically. Um, it is, I, 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 I kind of find that. that. And, uh, so, I do find the first order is is really uh developed in the in the books in the aftermath trilogy. I do find you get a bunch of first order stuff oh, that's in true. there, but but again, you didn't read that, <laughs> like. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So it's it's interesting. Uh, speaking of books, is like, is that a just a is that useful that you would technically, if you wanted to know, know everything about Star Wars, have to read both the young adult a young adult version and the adult uh, I th- Rise of Skywalker. I think the Force Awakens. Uh, the young adult had some really cool the junior novel as they call it had some really cool mm. additions to it i haven't read that one i did read the i did read the novelization for the force awakens i haven't read the novelization for the rise of skywalker um i don't remember yeah. i can't remember what they were but i know there were some new details in the force awakens junior novel that weren't in the one and then there's also the Ray Survival Guide, which I got at the dollar yeah. store recently, and that has some extra little things in there. So, and this this is my point though is they've had these ideas, they've been building on it, whether or not it's the the filmmakers or the story group, 
but they're yeah. not coming to full fruition for whatever reason. And it's a little bit yeah. frustrating, to be honest. Like, it's like, okay. I mean, look, if you don't mention it, I don't care. But the minute you mention it, it's like, well, why is that not knowledge? Why is that not common knowledge for everybody that watched this movie? Because that yeah. is what well, you just said. The, like, that is cool information to me. And that makes sense. Because one of the things, I remember when we saw The Force Awakens, my dad was like, you got this stormtrooper. And he just, he's been, he's been brainwashed as a kid. And he, all of a sudden he just breaks free of it. And now they're like, he's got the force, whatever. But if you're like, it was the dark side, but the light side intervened yeah. and that kind of got him out of it, then I'm more, I'm like, I believe that. There's more to it. I think there's there's more to all of these stormtroopers. Like maybe most of them are to some degree force sensitive and that's why they were picked by the First Order because of their force sensitivities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I just... I don't know how I feel about the force sensitive part of it. Well, th- I bring up because now it's a thing. It would make sense because, like, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. I, yeah. It's interesting to say the least. Uh, I just, I'm curious though. It's based on a script written by. J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio. Uh-huh. I think that's it, right? Just those two people? Yep. Trevorrow's kind of in there, technically. I think right? because they took yeah, his so script like, and then manipulated Who gets credited for that information? Yeah. Well, that could be the junior novelization author. Right, or right, it right. Could be, so, but then my question... Yeah. It could be someone in the story group that gave the author that information. Right, right. So it's like... Does it exist in the original script or, mm-hmm. you know, and then it was sort of like, because we know there's a lot of stuff that was left out of the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know. I'm very curious. I'm very interested to see how that goes. Uh, uh, you know what, James? Nope. This is the Rebel Scum oh! Podcast. I'm Brock. This is... I'm lit, James. I'm trying to get Aaron to turn on my light. Aaron! <laughs> Aaron! Oh She's not listening to me. I just... uh, <laughs> um, look, I, that, here's the <laughs> question. Episode 167. <laughs> yeah, 167. Here's a question for you, though. In all honesty, if it's not in the movie, does it make sense? The dog shows up. Does If it's not in the movie, does it matter? And anybody watching, please feel free to answer that Logically, question, like your opinion on that question. Logically, I would say no, it doesn't count if it's not in a movie. Or I guess you know, Mandalorian now will start pulling more people into the TV sh- in the TV era, sort of thing. Uh, but for this, for us, for our podcast, I would say yes, it does matter. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, you know what I mean? Like it's sort of like they're writing it for someone, and they're not writing it for the general public. They're writing it for people like us. That's so congratulations. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm always. That's my always thing. Yeah. Is like I find that cool, but does it matter? Yeah. You know, and I I love little pieces of information. But I'm not going to be talking to my parents or or Aaron or anybody who just turned the light, by the way. And you have those people about it. You know what I mean? 
I'm just not going to. It's just not a thing. Yeah, if yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen I... in the movie, it doesn't exist. Um, it's fun for us to talk about, and it might be on a That's... trivia card at some point. <laughs> God, the trivia card. What did Master Yoda tell Obi-Wan um, Kenobi that should be mindful of? I'm just joking. We'll save that for Monday. His his feelings. His feelings. <laughs> By the way, you uh, finally most, saw uh, Clone Wars. Yes. Today's yes. episode of Clone Wars. Uh, God bless. Like, that was fantastic. <laughs> so uh, good. I feel sort of sick. I sit with my theory that, like, it should have just been a movie, like a made-for-Disney Plus movie. Yeah, uh, absolutely. But they can get you four weeks' worth. They can give you four weeks' worth or, th- yeah, four weeks' worth of, of content as opposed yeah, to that's one true. I, I, It's totally a yeah. movie. It's totally four parts. It's four par- It's part one, part two, part three, part four. Like, it knows what it is. And it's... Uh, yeah, and it... It's It's weird because it's like, they spent four weeks going over the Bad Batch and Echo. And it's like, why? Well, those were the now... original. So here's what I know from this season was it yeah, was supposed to be eight seasons. Um, and so those were I'm all really seasons. Se- yeah, there were, those were season seven. And there was Dark Disciple was also a storyline. Then the, the next season. Oh, right. Yeah. And then season eight was supposed to be something else in the ending. And I guess what they did was they're like, well, we already have these. Let's do those. And then we'll worry about this as well. Um, because, mm-hmm. you know, like, here's the thing. These are four episodes, but if they're like, it's going to be 12 episodes of just this, then it starts to feel drawn out and, and you're like, okay, I get it. Oh, sure. So I know what you're saying, but I think they, they were like, well, let's do a season. We already have this content. Let's just repurpose. Let's redo it. Yeah. Let's remaster and make it, create it. We have the, they had the animatics for us. So they just redo that with that together and then we'll do these last four yeah. episodes which was phenomenal and I gotta tell you one of my things is and I think Matt Lanter is a great voice actor and he's, he's done a great job of Zanakin but he doesn't have the insecurities of Hayden Christensen I like, I, like you know what I mean he doesn't like in his performance he's more confident than Hayden Christensen is Hayden Christensen you always feel like he could. He's he's not secure in his. Didn't thing. want to be there. <laughs> yes. No. But he's like yeah. Like he's always like vulnerable. Whereas Malanta doesn't really have that, and it works. However, that scene with Palpatine, they use the Revenge of the Sith audio for the Order sixty six moment when Anakin becomes Vader, yeah. and I think they had to use the Hayden Christensen voice not only for continuity but also because the performance I think of Hayden Christensen just fits that his voice fits that moment more than Matt Lanter's voice would. Sure, I mean it, it's uh, it called subjective. It, I will always, I will always pick the original audio over. Re-recording it, right? Like it just sort of yeah. like, especially when it comes to like this show and the movies. It's like, put it in, you got it, and it's just like, hey, so this is exactly that moment. You can't. There's no argument. So, so like in my head, when you hear audio from the movie, that means you know this is where this all links up. Do you think we'll see Anakin at all? In the next episode, the final episode, will Anakin appear, or will he just be Vader, or will Vader even show up? I would appreciate like a visual of Vader, mm-hmm. like perhaps on in Coruscant. You know what I mean? 
So like not not there's no Mustafar per se because like I don't know how do you even get to Mustafar outside of like making an animatic of him leaving the what is that like the operation room? <laughs> uh, I think it would be nice if it like it went a little beyond the movie on the last yes. episode because I don't know exactly where I, I you know it's sort of like uh, my guess too is that like Bogotan. Bo-Katan loses her hold on Mandalore, or are they on Mandalore? I can't even remember. What planet are they on? Crim- uh, not Crimson Dawn, uh, Concord Dawn. Doesn't matter. But like, that's what I think this last episode is going to give us a little bit of because she's like victorious in this episode, in the third episode, and now like there's the like she's not victorious during the during rebels so it's like perhaps something like that was like oh the stormtroopers are there because now the emperor is going to take over mm-hmm. conquer dawn or where they are so yeah i was just like hmm, hmm, hmm. now i understand that's why they're there i was like why did they leave stormtroopers behind i i just I, i'm i'm curious to see what they do because yes they have to wrap up these four episodes but also this is the final episode of a seven season show. Mm-hmm. And Anakin was a massive part of that seven season show. Um, and he's an even bigger part in the movies, obviously. And, and, and he, and not only that, he's not in this episode, but he, he is a massive presence in this episode with Ahsoka. He's brought up by Maul. He's brought up by Ahsoka. He's his presence. Yeah. He looms over it, and so I think to I think you have to. And I and I'm really really hoping we get to see, a, like you said, an alternative view on something we've already seen. Yeah. And it and it's almost I'm I don't want to oversell it on my, on my end, but I'm hoping for like a a heart sinking moment where Vader is Vader, and you get that. And it's it's what I've been saying about uh, Lords of the Sith with when you with that moment is in that book when he's conflicted with Padme, is it made me re re look at the original trilogy and the prequels in a whole different light again, and I hope yeah. we get more of that in Clone Wars finale. I just yeah, it, the problem again I think is too it's like. Well, it's not again. I shouldn't say it like that. I th- the problem I see right now for that episode is you can't put Ahsoka and Vader together because, like, no. it feels like too tricky. Plus, like when they meet in Rebels, yes, she he's sort of he's sort of like the apprentice. He's almost like surprised. But like, I think there's got to be something because I feel like there has to like there's got to be like an almost a so long for now moment that has to happen between Ahsoka and and Anakin. You know what I mean? Like, I would hope, at least. Does, just to make it all fit together. So in this episode, Maul kind of relays the Vader, Anakin becoming Vader moment to Ahsoka. But is Ahsoka going to believe right. that something yeah. happened, or is Ahsoka going to believe that Anakin is dead? Will there be a moment with Kenobi? That's and Kenobi's a like she knows something. Yeah, like will she learn from yeah. Kenobi somehow that Anakin was left for dead on Mustafar? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. 
yeah, I think I, I see the likelihood of Ahsoka and Obi-Wan conversing at some point. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm very, you know what? I'm really curious yeah. to find out how just what happens with Ahsoka because it's like after this episode, we don't see her again until season two of Rebels. The season like, finale of one, I believe. Season one of Rebels. That's what Is that when she comes in? Yeah, because I think she's there's Fulcrum the whole time and then at the end of that season. Which was a brilliant play. And yeah, oh man. I just, I, I tweeted today. I was like, Vader hallway way scene. Maul, hold my beer. Yeah, yeah. What like <laughs> Star Wars is doing hallway scenes better than anybody right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's it's funny to watch it too because it's like, oh right, Jedi's or Sith or whatever you want to call it don't really need weapons. They everything is a weapon. <laughs> exactly. That's why he was like, "Give me a fighting chance." I'm like, you know, you have the Force, right? Yeah. The... Did you find it weird that they went to go kill? I love Maul? how she. What's that? Did you find it weird that they went to go kill Maul? The stormtroopers? I was questioning that too because I was sort of like, technically she's not a Jedi anymore and technically he's not a Jedi at all. Mm -hmm. But I guess... Well, we talked about the Ahsoka thing the night before because I was like, I wonder how they're going to... I was curious how they were going to play it because she's not a Jedi. But I'm guessing it's, it's more than Jedi. It's Force wielders basically it's like if you possess jedi yeah. skills or knowledge you're going to be you're an enemy to the republic because like they say in the episode they go to they have to turn on their jedi commanders so even that is kind of flawed and she's technically not the commander either even though they let me understand this properly because like watching these episodes feels like you're watching a two-hour movie where you're just yes. like, so many things happen and it's just like <laughs> that was 20 minutes rex through the force is able to overcome his chip is that what happened in that scene i think they found it through the force and then right. and then they, I don't and then the, think, and then the they... medical bay the droids removed the chip Okay, I missed that part. It was the Force activated. <laughs> but in Rebels, he has a scar there. And now he has that yeah, patch. Yeah, so he does so. remember. I think it was the droids, the medical droids. I have to rewatch it, but I think it was the medical droids. So they can't find it. They can't find it. So Ahsoka uses the Force to... I guess you need the Force to find the chip, basically. I think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Sidious hit it. By yeah, the way, I, are you excited? On Monday, we're going to learn. We could learn the identity of Darth Sidious. I am. I am so. <laughs> what if they're like Darth Sidious <laughs> is Tarkin? <laughs> oh gosh, there was one thing I thought of when I finally watched that episode, and I was sort of like. It was like a like these at three episodes so far, and I think four is not going to let us down. This four episode thing seems better, possibly better than the last three movies. I don't know. Maybe that's that's really you're not the only one. It with just that, with feels like you know what I mean. Like I'm not saying I hate those movies. Yes, you are. But it's just sort of, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's, it's so far been what? They're like 25 minutes, yeah. 26 minutes long. So all in all, it's going to be 
90 minutes and i'm like wow <laughs> uh, look i i honestly think they should they should cut it so that you can watch it all the way yeah. through like it, seriously it should be like the siege of uh lothal or something like that i i, I my opinion on it is i said this on the live stream a lost stars is a great novel claudia gray is a great mm-hmm. writer but that's not the only thing that was great about that book what was great about that book was it took place in a period of time that we knew and were aware of and it gave us a different perspective on the events going on and that is exactly what they've been doing here they're taking characters that we know and love with great storytellers and giving us a new perspective a different part of the galaxy from what we've seen and it just adds to the storytelling and they're using Star Wars to their advantage. They're not trying to recreate Star Wars. They're not trying to be like, you're going to like this. They're just doing this story. And I think the problem when they start, when they try to do movies is they're like, we got to one-up this and we're going to do this and no more CG. It's all practicals. And there's all this back baggage coming with them. Whereas this one was like, well, here you go. You've already seen Rebels, so you know where we're going with half of this stuff. But uh, we're just going to do our thing yeah, right now. Yeah. And they're doing it. And it's almost like because it's Clone Wars, it's, you know, Disney obviously had no interest in continuing Clone Wars because they stopped it. So it's it's kind of like Dave Filoni and his crew are just like this motley crew of, we got to do what we want. Here, where we go? And <laughs> and so they're doing it. And look, they're it's like it's all Ahsoka heavy, but it's working because it's Ahsoka heavy. Because she's a Jedi who's yeah. not a Jedi, and because of her connection to Anakin, and all, and because we know where she ends up, it's like it's all kind of spinning together. Um, that I don't know if I think it's better than the it's different from the movies, but it it's it's some of the strongest Star Wars we've gotten in a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's. I think. Why I might like it better than the new movies is that it has a it kind of fits in the story. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It, like you're right, it has no bearing, but then it's talking about something that has to do with the story. Well, it has um, like it, yeah. it's so going it's... to impact the way you watch Revenge of the Sith and maybe even New Hope going forward. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, yeah it's, exactly. So it's like it's going to probably impact the way you watch Solo. Because of Maul. It... I, I I was thinking about this earlier. This show is fun because, like you're saying, it's filling the gaps and then it makes you appreciate things after. And it made me think of the original trilogy where it's like, we don't really have anything for that per se. Though I guess you could say some of the expanded universe was for that. Mm-hmm. But... And I'm not saying it's because it's perfect. It's, I mean, it is and it isn't like it, it is. I'm saying we're forgetting that. I don't think it has a huge, but it, we. I think it should be taken into account. Those three movies have been like reworked, remastered yeah. a whole bunch of times. Things added, things taken away. Like in a sense, adding all these little details is almost like a George Lucas thing to begin with. It's a little different, you know what oh, I mean? I'm not sure. saying he's like, oh, 
by the way, this was like this. <laughs> this is when they when we did the conversation about canon and people were like, I love canon, man. It's like, that's fair. But also, yeah. you can't be afraid. It's still fiction. You can't be afraid to go back and retool something and rework something and retcon whatever you need to retcon. Hi. No, Aaron's come say hi. Uh, like, don't be afraid to retcon things because you know what? You might write something and later on you're like, oh, you know, it would be even stronger if this happened. Go back and change it. Who cares? Who cares? Put Han Solo in, or put Jabba the Hutt in, in A New Hope. Just put him in there. Put him in. Sure. Yeah. I, hmm. I mean, sometimes you add more singing to Return of the Jedi and it seems useless. But at the same time, <laughs> Sly Snoodles is... Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah, it's you know, it's it's kind of weird. It, I I don't know how to feel anymore sometimes, you know, because we've been talking about this a lot. Because like Favreau's doing a fantastic do- job, Dave Filoni's doing amazing things, and then you look at the history of George Lucas, where it's like at points you're like, George, you need, you need to stop. What like at what? How do you tell anyone to stop creating? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like. It's George Lucas actually kind of reminds me of like uh, J.K. Rowling with Harry Potter, where like well, the, the like a year or two after, or maybe a couple years after the last book was out, she was like, "Oh, by the way, did you know this was happening during the story?" Yeah. And it's like she did was just announce it, and I'm like, "Cool," because like, don't get me wrong, I would love more Harry Potter stuff, but like, it's at points where like the writers the creators need to like maybe you need to stop <laughs> jk rowling's a little different because she's been trying to break out of that harry potter thing and it kind of hasn't worked for her i don't, don't want to but it's also the a, world a they live in like, and they but they also love that world and they want to yeah. keep adding and creating in in that world sure and i think that's what's happening with star wars as well i mean it's not george lucas so but uh they want to keep creating so it's like i think i know i'm gonna like say something down the road where it just totally undermines this but i think like we need to start moving towards projects that have nothing to do with the storyline i think mandalorian kind of skims that where like i think at some point we're gonna get some kind of character like oh look there's that i mean i don't think technically we've done that yet in mandalorian but you know what i mean like yeah, maybe just death keep watch, with that in a sense, but yeah. See, I'm okay. I'm okay yeah. with yeah. That's pretty, and that's... I'm okay with them doing what they're doing now because I like this part of the storytelling, like filling in the gaps and adding and subtracting. And I, I'm looking forward to High Republic, where they're going to start from scratch, which I think is something that we need yeah. as well. Um, but I think that the main thing that I think Star Wars is proving right now is don't be afraid to to touch what you've already made. Like don't don't be afraid. George Lucas wasn't afraid. He was yeah. like, ah, I could do uh, I could do special editions. And he did it. And we all loved it. In Shadows of the Empire. They did it in Shadows of the Empire. And the one thing in Shadows of the Empire that I absolutely love is that is you see the em- Emperor in Empire Strikes Back, but from a new perspective where Prince Shizor is with him. And that's kind of what they're doing with the Clone Wars where you see these right. alternate spins on it and i love that but i do i'm with you i you know don't be afraid to make something new either 
Um, but whenever you, I don't know, just yeah. when you take it too seriously, that's a problem. You should never be afraid to go back and change something or rework something because you think it might work better. Hmm. Yeah. That's my ah, opinion. Whatever. Fantastic show. I cannot wait for episode four. Cannot wait. Uh, bravo, Filoni. Like, seriously, give this man the film. Or, you know, I guess maybe he doesn't want to do a film, so we shouldn't say that. But, like, whatever he wants to do, just let him do it. <laughs> uh, I... Yeah, whatever he wants to do. I think I honestly think that he's going to do this uh, Mandalorian season two show, and then he's going to use that to do an Ahsoka live action or some other thing that he will be at the forefront of. I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, that's also that's fine. I'm not married to what I'm saying. That's just where my head's at on all of this right now. But I'm with you. Just give this man anything. Just put him in charge of Star Wars. No, Kathleen Kennedy's the boss. Yeah, but Dave Filoni is the Russo brothers right now. I guess. Or Dave Filoni is – Dave Filoni <laughs> is – see, this is, the, this is the thing. Everybody's like Marvel and, and Star Wars are very different. Marvel and Lucasfilm are very different, right? Because um, Marvel's all a universe, whereas Lucasfilm is Indiana Jones and Red Tails and Star Wars and Willow. and It's different. It's different. So Kathleen Kennedy is ahead of all that. Dave Filoni should be the Star Wars brain source. Odds? Sure. I mean, yeah. Odds. What are today's odds and who are bringing them, James? Uh, today's odds brought to us by Patreon. Wow, Patreon. Patreon, where you can have a lot of fun stuff and a very good time. Who uh, are our Patreons? Our Patreons are our favorite people in the world outside side of our significant others and our parents <laughs> and they are executive producer Heidi Fedor Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen Mary Kristen Athon Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth Janet Rubio, Rachel Alford Rural Farm Boy, Sooner Thrawn Austin Schur, Scotty D Scott D Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W. Rez, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, D. Raven Spencer, Gleek Play One, Kayla Davis, Automated Joy, Charlotte, Jared Cocaine, Four Leaf Clover, Girls with Sabres, and the Nerds. Just got some sad news, Brock. Ted from Scrubs, oh, the lawyer that? from Scrubs, passed away from cancer today. Uh, uh, yeah, I did not know that. I just heard um, Sam Lloyd, fifty-six years old, passed away. Nothing to do with, with Star Wars, but uh, if I had my Bill Lawrence Star Wars show, you know for oh, a wow. fact he would have been on that show. And we thank you all, Patreon, so much for all of your support. It really means a lot to us for everything we do here. Let's get to the odds, Brock. He was one of my favorite uh, characters in okay. that. So that's very sad. He was a great, great character. Great character. 
My internet is stellar. Oh, that would explain it. Give me a second, Brock. We're going to lose you for a second, so we're going to go into it. Um, today's odds, of course, by Patreon. Thank you, everybody, for supporting us on Patreon. That can support us. It really means a lot to us. We try to bring you a lot of content there. We try to bring you a lot of content here as well uh, on YouTube, especially during these times when everybody is in social isolation and whatnot. It is uh, something that we're trying to do uh, for all of you while we are here. All right, Brock, you ready for the odds? Let's do it. The odds. First off, the odds of Baby Yoda's name being revealed on Monday, May the 4th. No. No. <laughs> Zero. No. Zero. That's... Wow. No. I'm going to go 3.9%. <laughs> Like, oh man, can you imagine that? They're just like, his name is Robert P- Colson or Colson <laughs> or whatever he is in Fight Club. That'd be amazing. Uh, we're both on the, the odds of Clone Wars season eight happening. No, zero. <laughs> as much as I've been loving this, like, no, zero. <laughs> it's done. I've heard rumors that they might, but I'm going to go 7.7%. Also low. You know what? Yeah. Quit while you're ahead, like Seinfeld did. Uh, and our final odd today, the odds of a Darth Maul live action show. Hmm. Do we think Ray Park is still in shape to do it? Like, we saw him doing the mocap for the show, but like... It's been how long has Phantom when did Phantom Menace come out? Over twenty years ago now. Yeah. The guy might be getting a little old, so and it would be semi weird. But we have been constantly talking about solo too. So I'm gonna go seventy five percent because I want it to happen myself. I'm gonna go seventy-seven point seven nine eight percent. Make it happen. Everybody wants it. Everybody's yeah. like solo two. So solo two's never going to happen. Uh, but you make a live action mm-hmm. uh, Darth Maul show with Kira. Something happens between Clone Wars and, and Rebels. Yeah, and there's a little a little ping of Solo in there. So what is happening? Uh, tell us that story. Uh, that oh gosh, I would love every second of that. As I just fill out yeah. my top five right now, you ready for the hollow news? Let's do it. Hollow news. Da 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 da. Hollow The hollow. The hollow. The hollow. My mic's off. <laughs> this is the hollow news. The news you need to know right now, May the 4th is coming up, so get ready and hear some fun stories about that. Uh, at least this story is, uh, no, I think most of the stories have something to do. Yeah, they do. Uh, so if you are a big fan of Disney, you might have been to the Disney store, and you might also know that Disney does this thing every couple of months or every month or something like that they release exclusive disney keys and they usually have to do with disney characters well this week this month 
while we're all in quarantine for the first time, you can order, while supplies last, a Disney Star Wars themed key. It will have a. It will look like the key, which the end is the Disney D, uh, but it looks kind of like Luke Skywalker's uh, original lightsaber. And at the end, it says Star Wars. Uh, because we cannot go to stores, it will be able to order through the Disney Store website. What is the actual thing? I forget. But uh, yeah, I will be available 10 a.m. Eastern on their website for $12.99 US dollars. So if you've never seen it, check it out. It's a definitely look just kind of neat to see them. I do not know if they've ever done a Star Wars one before. But, like, this is pretty exciting. So if you want to always remember this May the 4th, uh, definitely go and purchase this on Monday morning. Uh, Also, as uh, we all know, we're stuck inside. So because of this, we're probably all going to be watching Star Wars movies that day. And if you got Disney+, Plus, they're all at your fingertips. As we all know, The Rise of Skywalker will be officially releasing on Disney Plus on Monday, May the 4th. Uh, But for that day, and I only i believe maybe a couple days the disney plus will be changing all the images you see when you choose a dv like one of the movies where it has the concept art some of like uh oh god what's his name ralph mccrory for the original trilogies and and you'll see different concept art for each single one of the skywalker saga so that's a nice little Easter egg, because sometimes people skip that. And in our final news, maybe you've heard of this company, Figpin. Figpin has been out for a couple of years now, making oversized enamel pins. Uh, when I first saw it, it was wrestling, but they've moved on into comic book fans or com- comic book characters. Well, guess what? They're finally going to do some Star Wars. And for May the 4th this year, They will be doing pre-orders for their first Star Wars pin, which will be in the commemorative Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary. Uh, Luke on the Tauntaun. It looks really, really cool. And at 10 10 uh, a.m. I'm going to say Poe Eastern. Pacific time on May the 4th, you can pre-order it for, I believe it's about $20, maybe 10 American news. I don't see it here. But yeah, check it out. It is worth it, I think. Uh, if you want to spend your monies on May the 4th, here's a couple of things. Uh, also, check out on your video game system because a lot of the Star Wars games or even mobile devices are doing some special stuff for May the 4th. And this has been your official May the 4th Hollow News. Hollow Top 5. <laughs> top five. What's top five today? Today's top five are top. Okay, so everybody on planet Earth is isolating, and they're all like, "Oh, <laughs> we have Zoom and all these other things that you can use." And people are changing their backdrops. So it's top five Star Wars locations to be used as backdrops for Zoom meetings. Yeah. Now, James, I. I have read this as well that they're doing that's fun. I think it was on Hollow News last episode. Uh, but I did not look up all this. I know there's a whole bunch of them. Can we make up one? Yes. For this? Oh, yeah. This is just ones that we would use. Perfect. Yeah. Because my number five is Gungan City. 
And every once in a while, I would have <laughs> Boss Nass walk in and be like, Misa like this. And <laughs> every time I had, every time I say something, he would walk in, Misa like this. <laughs> My number five is going to be the bar from the the holiday special, but it's a video where it's just B. Arthur dancing with all the different aliens in a constant loop behind you while you're giving your TPS reports. <laughs> my, my number four, Coruscant, to make you miss the big city atmosphere even more. Like, oh, they're working in Coruscant because they wash their hands. <laughs> my number four is... I should know the name of this creature by now, but it's that space worm in the asteroid. It's you inside him. <laughs> That's close. The Millennium Falcon. Yeah, or no. Oh, it's no. So I was going to say you're outside the Millennium Falcon in the thing. Maybe Han's there. No, you're in the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> and occasionally uh, the, uh, oh God, what are the bats called again? Because they want Brad. That's not right. Oh. What are they called? We were talking about I the other know. day. I know. Now I can't think of the name. Anyways, every once in a while, they just come up. And then there's a the sound, too. <laughs> they go, <laughs> Mine's Perfect for your next meeting. Perfect for your next meeting. Mine is very similar to that. It is the It's Minoc, by the way. It's a Minoc. My, Minoc mine's, mine's very similar. Mine is the inside of a Tauntaun. <laughs> Where are you? I'm in the inside of a Tauntaun. It's cold outside. It's the, and I smell. I thought these the, things smelled bad on the outside. That'd be that'd be me on the inside of a tauntaun. <laughs> uh, my number three is going to be. Oh God! What was it again? Um, all of mine are like motion, That's, which they're not even supposed to be. Eh. But it'd be like it would just the scene of the Mandalorian hanging on the side of the sand crawler, and he just never, maybe he falls off, and then it re, re and then like it loops again, and he's on it again. I don't know. That's fair. It's like you're sitting in front of gifs in my head. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that's just you. Uh, my number two is Jabba's palace. Because I would love mm. that, and I would actually want to be doing something from there. What specifically, like the very traditional, he's on the days, and maybe Luke's standing in front of him, or what part of Jabba's palace, or what part of the scenes? I, it would be while the band's playing, I think. It's really way Nice. <laughs> and it would be distracting, because it would be loud in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try to talk about our stock options. <laughs> Misa like this. Uh, my number is it? Are we on number two, two now? Yep. Number two. I am gonna go with Ewok Village because nice. I gotta have some Ewoks on. Yeah, of course. I'm gonna go with the celebration at the end, not. Uh, prior to the battle like of after course, yeah. yeah uh my number one uh very simple stuff here and that is from rise of skywalker <laughs> or actually it's just exegol i would just <laughs> have the emperor's throne behind me on exegol 
to strike fear into the hearts of everybody I'm speaking with. Blue <laughs> lightning would go, and then every once in a while, Boss Nass would walk up, Misa like these. And it would be one of a kind. <laughs> my, my number one is going to be that picture of 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 uh, Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac, and oh god, who plays Finn? John Boyega. I should know this. John Boyega hugging on the set of I think Pasana that J.J. Abrams. T- and it's just a zoomed in, f- zoom in of John Boyega's face. He's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I, you know what I should have known that that was coming for you. I don't know why I didn't suspect that at all. Yeah. Uh, well, that was fun. We should have, we should have more Zoom <laughs> meetings. I think we'd we'd really. Uh... <laughs> I've never actually. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I've actually never. Uh, had a meeting with a fake backdrop. Erin has. I've seen her do one, but I've never had that uh, kind of meeting before. So I don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. full of poop. <laughs> hey, man. We've been Zooming since 95. Like, when I've been having family family voice calls, I've just been sitting in front of this. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Sometimes I... We used, I think we, we did, uh, I face, I Facebooked a video call a few times and I've, I've FaceTimed on the iPhone a few times. And one time we tried zoom and it didn't work. And I was just like, we all have iPhones. Let's just use the iPhone. We had to use zoom and then zoom didn't work. So we just went on FaceTime, which is way easier because you click a button. Um, but anyway, um, Logitech cameras are sold out across the board. So Good on everybody. We found this is the future. I think the future is going to definitely be uh, using these Zoom FaceTime functions for sure. Yeah, it's it's amazing how I I work for a audiovisual company, but the camera the camera on my laptop works, but it doesn't have a microphone, so you can't even use it. Period. End of sentence. <laughs> Uh, anyway unless there's a mic click I shouldn't say it that way (laughs) anyway this was the 167th episode of the Rebels Come Podcast we're going to be back Monday with episode 168 is that correct sure yeah why not (laughs) Monday is May the 4th we'll be back with that one we'll crush this one we'll have this one this will be up at some point on Friday Brock I have no idea when but there will be a live chat I guess so Let's enjoy that. Hopefully Yay. by 9 p.m. We're going to wrap it up now so that we can upload it. Uh, but that Clone Wars episode was phenomenal. I can't wait to talk about the series finale with you in just a few short days. That's going to yeah. be epic. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Uh, anything else you want to say? Um, No. <laughs> Not really. We talk every day now, so it's like I can't even think of new things to say. <laughs> Uh, what did Yoda tell Luke he would be? <laughs> Tired, powerful, would... and that's it. All right, everybody, this has been one episode 167. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, listen to us wherever you find your podcast, or of course, watch us on YouTube. I'm James, he's Brock, and he was always scum. Rebel scum. 
Hey scumbags, thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.